Oh yeah, she's that country girl who overcame the stigma that southern women are barefoot, backwoods, and backwards. Now she's an articulate voice for conservative values and wisdom in America. Sitting on her front porch, sharing common sense, here's Marnie. Today, I'm going to talk to you about a tricky subject. A subject that a white woman like me, southern white woman like me, is probably going to step on some toes if she talks about, and that is racism. Now, I'm going to try not to, to say anything that could be misconstrued or, or taken out of context, but here's the deal. In my own personal experience, I don't know a whole lot about racism. I haven't dealt with it. I don't feel it. I don't. The people I know don't treat people different based on color, okay? That's just not been my experience. But I am willing to admit that other people have a completely different experience and that they may feel like they have been mistreated and, you know, maybe their lives are even in danger because of the color of their skin. There was a fella on social media when I was talking about a subject on something on there. He said, I don't trust any white people. Don't trust them at all. He was a black guy. And I thought, man, what a shame. What a shame. You're really missing out because there's some really good white people. And I thought, what if I thought the same thing about black people? I don't trust any of them at all. What if I had thought that? Uh, almost every doctor, literally every doctor I have right now, is a black woman. Uh, my uh, urgent care doctor that I love to go see, I'll always pick when she's there as a black lady. And she has given me some really good natural solutions. She'll give me the prescription if I need a prescription, but... She'll also give me lots of natural ideas, things I can do for myself to improve whatever's going on with my body. My optometrist was able to run an extra test. The technician didn't think I really needed, but she discerned that I needed this extra test. And because I got it, I got a better eyeglass prescription that was more fitted to my eyes than I would have had she not known to give me this extra test. So what if I had not trusted these women just because of the color of their skin? You know, I would be totally missing out. Wouldn't I be missing out? Everybody is seeing, say, this racism subject from their own perspective and through their own lens. I'm seeing it through my eyes, which I'm like, I don't, I don't see it. It's not, I don't treat people different. People I know don't treat people different, so there must not be racism, right? Wrong. There, pro there really is racism somewhere out there. You know, there are these accounts and stories of real racism. But they're just not my experience. So if I were to try to govern uh, the world based on my lens, it would be pretty myopic, right? And the same would go for them. If they're trying to govern the world based on their lens, they're also not seeing my community and what we are. They're judging us. And that's why this guy can say, I don't trust any white people, right? Because he's seeing it through his lens and his own experience. So here's my point. And... I'm just using this as an example. When you try to govern a nation from the top down, you are not going to effectively serve the citizens. And this was the difference of opinion the founding fathers had. There was one group of them who wanted a strong federal government and the others wanted the states to have good, strong governments so that the federal couldn't overpower the states because they believed that the states knew best about how to govern their state and that a city knows best how to govern its city and a county knows best how to govern the county. A teacher knows best how to govern a classroom of children 
that they have. They know much better how to help little Johnny than somebody in Washington knows how to help little Johnny, right? Because they're right there with little Johnny. So when you look at decisions and laws, evaluate them at what is the lowest level that they can be governed effectively. And what's happening in our country is that, like when I was a kid, there were the news was on twice a day. It was on at six o'clock and then late at night. And the half, at least the first half of it was all local news, and then they might have just a little bit of national news at the end. And that's all you ever heard about national news is that little bit at the end. Well, now we got 24-7 news. It's all national stuff, people commentary, and most of it's not even news. It's just opinions or bickering and arguing. And forget the rules of proper debate. We, we've thrown those out the windows, and we're just arguing about the worst-case scenarios. They're reporting on the worst crimes all across the country, the most hideous situations. And they're conditioning us to believe that that's the way life is everywhere in the United States and that these problems are everywhere. Or those of us who don't believe it all are sitting here going, that's not reality. It's my reality is reality. That's not your, the reality. Well, the truth is it's only one aspect of reality. So if we make our decisions as a nation and we have our conversations as a nation about these worst case scenarios only and we're not taking into account all the good people out there and all the good things that are going on or or the different challenges that may exist in Catoosa County, Georgia that don't exist in Compton, California. I have no business telling Compton, California how to handle racism or how to handle violence or you know, gang violence or something. That's not something I know anything about, right? So when you have these federal government people micromanaging all of these communities, they're not going to do an effective job, especially when you've got these uh, politicians who stay in Washington for years and years on end and never really go back and live in their communities. Are they really representing what's going on in their communities today? No, right? That's my point today is that we need to be having conversations from the whole story and getting as much input from everyone across the country, different segments, when we do make federal laws. And then also that the federal government doesn't really need to be making all these laws. The laws don't need to be made there. They need to be made further down the chain. And states and cities, communities, counties, that's where the, the laws need to be made. And that would give us more effective governance. Because, see, I know best about what to do with my own life. I know better than somebody in Washington does. I know what to do for me, right? And the mayor of Ringgold knows best about what's going on in Ringgold, Georgia. So let's, let's do that from now on. <laughs> let's start asking ourselves, how does the federal government really need to be involved in this? As we go to this really top-down way of governing, it is ineffective, and it always, always leads to tyranny. Always. You can count on it. Think about that. Have a good day.